You are listening to the Converge Media Network, uplifting our voices. Loyalty's my favorite characteristic of God, but finding it in it is hard. It's like trying to find God. You're the only one in your camp with cheese. You pay for everything they eat. Man, that insecurity is deep. Now I ain't said no names. These are just theories if you hear me, baby. It's home. You must admit it's kind of eerie, baby. Like them chemtrails in the sky. What's up, everybody? Happy Monday to you. Welcome to the day with Trey. I'm your host, Trey Holiday, And of course, we have a magnificent Monday for y'all today. I'm so excited because honestly, today is really a great day. I got two of my community brothers in the building. We're going to be talking to Elijah L. Lewis, community builder with Africatown Community Land Trust. That's an amazing photo of him right there, uh, living it up. And we're we'll also be talking to my brother, the deaf chef. Of course, you guys know he's going to be breaking down a great menu for us. They're both working on a fantastic event that's for the youth today at William Grove Center. So I'll get to tap in with both of them about this. But of course, it is the top of the show. So it's a great time for you to tag and share the stream. Go ahead and share the stream, y'all, with folks you feel could benefit from a daily dose of dopeness right here on The Day with Trey. Uh, don't worry. If you can't watch us, you can listen to us anywhere you find your favorite podcast. Just search Converge Media Network in The Day with Trey. Y'all will find me there on Google, Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud, any one of the platforms that you love, you can actually search us and you'll find us there. So please do that and spread the podcast. I don't know if you can tag and share the podcast, but if you can do that as well so that people who can't watch can also listen. Shout out to our podcast team and all of our podcast listeners, as well as all of our supporters here for the day with Trey. We appreciate y'all so much uh, for sharing the stream. Now, We've been keeping, you know, the message of, you know, the legacy that Devon Pickett was continuing and also upholding throughout his life, but he continues to do that. And it looks like there was a huge recognition of his work right there at Climate Pledge Arena. Shout out to photographer Liv Lyons for being on the scene, making sure that his legacy was upheld in this amazing pictorial here. But, um, it, you know, it's exciting because they recognize Recognize the the Kraken team actually recognized his uh, his benefit to community. And just a second here, because I want to make sure I get this right. They actually had a message about how great he was in community. So let me just make sure I read this to you all. Uh, what they said was, <clears throat> they said. Devon was a community builder, and so as we honor his life, we want to continue his legacy. Therefore, the jerseys worn by both teams' players on that night, this um, happened on, um, uh, let me see, this happened over the weekend. Um, they said all of the players' jerseys uh, playing that night will be signed and auctioned off to benefit community passageways Bill 206 and the CD Panthers, um, the youth football team that Devon coached. This is an incredible gesture by the Penguins who will give us the jerseys of Rust, Carter, Jerry, Crosby, Latang, and Malkin. All Kraken players' jerseys will be available to bid on. More details will be available during the game, the Kraken said in their email. But they also just showed an outpouring of love um, for, for his legacy. And um, this is a huge, huge deal. His funeral will be on November 10th 
right there at Climate Pledge Arena. Uh, what an amazing way to uplift the legacy and, you know, the, the beauty that Devon Pickett was, what he continues to be for all of us is such a great example. And talking to his wife, shout out to you, Kiana. You know we love you here uh, at Converge. The whole family loves you. But, you know, what she shared was that he was here for the community. He was here for those young players on the field. He was here for anybody who needed to tap in, who needed that example of what it meant to be an amazing father, a, a husband, a lover of community, a businessman. You know, the, the, the idea that the postman was a community business is only one facet of the ways that he gave to community. And so I'm so grateful that the Kraken team has really taken a step here to connect with community and honor Devon Pickett's legacy by holding his funeral there at Climate, Climate Pledge Arena. It's a huge deal. Shout out to all the Climate Pledge team uh, for making that happen. Shout out to Devon Pickett's family for staying strong throughout this time, still being connected to community and not allowing this to make them go in the shadows. They've been out in community. Kiana has been at the games supporting the young players. They've been able to show love. It's really been an outpouring of love. And so I'm so grateful for this community that we have here, that we have folks like Devon who can really show us what it means to go somewhere, get more brilliance and bring it back to your community. He was very tried and true. We love you so much, Devon. Please make sure that y'all celebrate his legacy and his life, Climate Pledge Arena on November 10th. Well, uh, you know, we're going to continue great legacy talks because my brother, Elijah L. Lewis, is in the building and he is building such an amazing uh, legacy, continuing on those who started Africatown. He is now like the, the newest generation added to the bunch. What up, Elijah? What's up, sis? Hey, man, you've been doing it out here in community. And uh, one thing I want to say, you know, Tame was on last week and we talked a bit about, you know, Sankofa Theater. I know they just had their year anniversary celebration last night. Glad that you were able to make it here because <laughs> that was like 11 p.m. to 4 a.m. And they y'all were not kidding. But one of the things that we talked about when she was here last week was the community events that are taking place at Sankofa Theater on Thursdays, which I know you and she are heading up. I love to be involved and engage with y'all, but I, I witnessed it myself. There was a room full of people, you guys. And, and when we went around the room, a lot of folks were like, I'm here because Elijah invited me. I'm here because bro caught me up. I'm here because Elijah said I should be here. The ideas that you really embed yourself in the community is tried and true, brother. And I'm so proud, so proud of you. Tell us a bit about why you do this form of community building work. Absolutely. So pretty much, um, you know, that conversation was ultimately what I do in community, which is, you know, restorative justice, talking about community, you know, how we can keep ourselves accountable to one another. And also what's the solutions, right? Um, a lot of times, People don't really, they talk about the negatives, they talk about what's going on in their community and what's going wrong in their communities. However, you know, we need more people to talk about how they can be a part of the solutions. 
Hey, you know, I love that. It's my moniker here, right? And at the end of the day, I'm always encouraging people because the more of us who are doing that, the better our world becomes. Um, but you really are an example of that. And for those who don't know, you know, what you do and what Africatown Community Land Trust is, tell us a bit about the nexus there because you were already in community as a business owner, multiple business owner, right? Multi-business owner. But you also have been like, nah, man, I need to give back to my community. Just tell us a bit about your history that got you into the position with ACLT. Absolutely. Well, I want to say that really, first and foremost, it started with being, you know, on Third and Pine, you know, doing street feeding with my church, right, growing up. And so really ultimately watching my mother um, and, you know, my uncles and aunties, you know, lead that life of servitude and serving our community was first and foremost what ingrained me. And then ultimately, you know, um, seeing the wrongs within our community, experiencing a lot of things in my community happen that I was like, you know what, I need to be a part of the change, right? And so being, um, you know, a young 16, 17, 18 year old activist and getting into, you know, um, just different things in my school and having different leaders in the community that reached out and really, you know, took me underneath their wing and showed me the way. And so one of those leaders was why King Garrett and ultimately connected me to Mastermind Mondays, which is an entrepreneurial, um, really, um, you know, cultivation group, right? Where through Black Dot, where we, you know, I was able to cultivate my entrepreneurial skills, start multiple businesses and have a lot of success within that. And ultimately got my start with Africatown community, well, Africatown. And then about um, almost 14, 15 months ago, started with Africatown Community Land Trust as a community builder. Right. And so really getting a paid role <laughs> for the work that I was already doing prior um, and really being able to get all of the information and knowledge that I needed to, you know, be in this role, right, through the community work I was doing prior. Yeah, well, uh, I saw you out in community and I've obviously partnered with you on so many different events and so many different initiatives and activities in community. One of the things that I really love and, and y'all, you know, I just want to make this clear, uh, uh, you know, uh, I had the community builder position at ACLT before Elijah. So we connect a lot on, you know, what was the strategy? What did we want to do with the role? How did we want it to grow? And one of the things that I really looked forward to was building a closer and deeper connection with the Liberty Bank building residents. And you have really done that. Tell us about some of the work that you're doing at LBB. Yeah. So to be honest, there was about eight events that I threw just this month <laughs> at Liberty Bank Building, which just goes to show really ultimately when I got into the position, it was more or less, you know, our our vision is vibrant, thriving, you know, communities, um, you know, black communities through land ownership. Right. And so the Liberty Bank Building being a building that our community lives in, being a building that, you know, our community, you know, actually reflects it was seeing that making sure that this environment was vibrant and thriving. Right. And so ultimately we have resource Fridays every single Friday. We had our um, housing event that took place at black. Um, um, dot. And then we also had our, um, you know, Halloween extravaganza for the youth. We had about 20 different youth um, that were, you know, got popcorn, had a movie night, you know, all that kind of stuff. And um, ultimately we also had a, um, you know, chicken and waffles, right? Every single second, you know, Tuesday is chicken and waffles in the building and really just ultimately, you know, bringing community together, you know, and making sure that it's a safe place that, you know, community members can come and be a part. If there is a problem in their community, they can be the one that, you know, 
are empowered through those processes um, and those opportunities to share those times with the community and say, hey, I want to be a change maker. I want to be a leader within my community. How can I get involved? Or I'm already involved and I'm going to, you know, speak on things that I feel like, you know, need to be changed or I want to input into the community. Yeah, I, I think that is so important. You know, when we talk about um, folks being a part of the solution, sometimes they just need the opportunity to do so. And so bringing it to their front door, you know, it's like, hey, it's right here for you. Right. So it makes it accessible for people to tap in in that regard. And I think we have to really be, uh, you know, intentional in how we bring these kind of solutions to community, because it has to be also uh, something that they have the opportunity to shape. Right. So it's not like, oh, we got the answers. We're going to bring them right to you. It's more like I'm building relationships so that we can figure out what the best things are for this space. And I've seen you do that in a real intentional way. Um, and, and that's something that now, you know, with as Africatown builds more institutions and spaces, I know that that same energy and influence is happening at the William Grow Center. And you guys have an event that's coming up today. I just want you to talk about, you know, how you see the William Grow Center as building upon Africatown Community Land Trust whole legacy that they are building uh, in the community. When you talk about thriving black communities, how do you see the William Grow Center fitting into that? Yes. Ultimately, I see it as an innovation center, the innovation center that it is. Right. Um, as I said, you know, prior coming into Africatown, coming into, you know, Black Dot was something that was able to cultivate me as a youth, being able to see other not just entrepreneurs, but black entrepreneurs as a black man showed me that it was possible. Right. And just being able to be around and have access to different uh, local black entrepreneurs that I can ask questions. You know, if I wanted to ask them about taxes, I could ask them about taxes. If I wanted to ask them about those things and being that the William Grow Center is an innovation center through, you know, computer science, commercial and filmmaking and entrepreneurial, those three pipelines, right, are pivotal to our community to be able to be successful, economically successful, you know, within their industries and, you know, the opportunities that we are, you know, creating through the William Grove Center is not just, you know, teaching skills and, you know, whatnot. We are partnering with Microsoft, Salesforce, some of the leading, you know, orga organizations and companies out there that are the companies to be a part of and literally making sure that there's equitable opportunities that our community is going to be able to get after they get the training, after they get the resources. And one thing I got to give, um, you know, the team at William Grove Center and, you know, ultimately, Evan, right? We both know Evan leading the, the charge, you know, Faven, all the people who are a part of drafting and making sure that the curriculums and everything were this summer before we even had the doors open. Because as you know, we literally just opened in September, right? So before the doors even opened, having over 86 youth being trained on coding, computer science skills, and all those different things and giving opportunities like one of their coding programs was $2,000 that they were getting paid. So just giving opportunities like that to not only educate the youth, but give real opportunities for them to have equitable, you know, chances at life. Yeah. Uh, you know, I've been heavily involved in the creative side. And so even the youth media team and uh, creating opportunities for them, it's really a, a, a way of me loving on community and young people. And, <clears throat> you know, 
having this platform, I understand that there's a, a need for me to always be connected to the community. Um, and so I love that you said that. Obviously, William Grow Center is going to be doing some phenomenal things, already has, as you said. Yes, huge shout out to Evan because Evan has been so relentless in seeking these opportunities for young people to be engaged and involved. Um, but when we talk about young people, we also want to talk about what's going on in our community. And I mentioned Devon Pickett um, and you know, his connection just this past weekend at Climate Pledge Arena, uh, his funeral being there, but also it represents something that you have been close to in terms of uh, community violence. And I was so struck uh, on Thursday where you had a slide of, I don't know, 20 youth or something that you personally knew that have been victims to, you know, this this rampant amount of gun violence in our community. And so, um I was just really struck by that. And I know you and I have shared, you know, personal, you know, time about like, man, again, you're at another funeral again. Yeah. And so you're like, you know, not only is William Gross Center like a way of like, we're going to give you opportunities right here and, and create pipelines for you to have like bomb jobs. OK, like, hey, I got bomb face on today. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, another uh, business owner. Um, shout out to you, Matt. But when we talk about bringing these pathways to young people, oftentimes we got to also talk about how what we're working to do is disrupt this, you know, notion that you got to be on the streets. And I know that the event tonight is doing that. You're doing that on Thursdays now at Sankofa. Tell us a bit about that, your personal experience and how you see, uh, you know, these pipelines being created to really disrupt people getting so tied in with gun violence and the streets. Absolutely. Well, you know, the thing about it is being that Thursdays is um, more or less for, you know, community to come together and be able to talk about real things that are happening in our community. Right. And um, whether we meet on Thursdays, whether we meet on Mondays or whatnot or what, whatever we meet, it ultimately is to empower our community to take change. Right. Empower our community to be the lead leaders of our community. Right. I didn't realize that I had any power in my community. And for most of my life, I didn't really change anything in my community. Right. But within the four years, maybe five years of my life. Right. Personally, that I understood my power and I utilized my power. You can literally see the things in, in that timeline of things that I've been a part of, you know, um, the active, you know, vations, the acquisitions and all the things that I've literally been able to be a part of. Right. And these are real things that real individuals can do. Right. Starting these businesses, incepting these businesses building them out and literally having programs that are educating our community on financial literacy and business ownership and all these different things, right? These are pivotal things that our community needs to economically sustain themselves. And ultimately that's what, you know, today is about, right? Honoring our heritage, right? Um, a lot of people are going to be celebrating Halloween and everything else, but we also understand the importance of our heritage. As you can see, the people behind us, it's like Seattle has a huge black history and growing up in the Seattle school districts and growing up in, you know, um, 
the history that we've been taught, a lot of us have not been taught the rich black Seattle history, right? And being able to have our youth be able to come to the William Gross Center and learn about their history, learn about William Gross and how he was a, you know, uh, pioneer, how he was able to work his way from the ground up to being able to own hotels and businesses and buy 12 acres of land so that the black community could, and, and put it on his own community, right? Put it on his whole community, right? Those are the types of conversations that I continuously encourage and make sure that everyone, um, you know, is a part of. And so one of those things is, you know, if you want to, if you are a community member out there and you want to be a part of our, you know, programs or resources or even any of the conversations that me, myself, Elijah, as the community member has or versus Elijah as the community builder with Africatown Community Land Trust, you can literally find us at africatowncommunitylandtrust.org or you can reach out to me at Africatown um, or Elijah at Africatownlandtrust.org. And then if you're trying to, you know, just hit me up as a community member, you might just say, hey, you want, you know, some, um, you know, connection to resources or me as a business owner or anything else. You can hit me up at Elijah L. Lewis Financial dot uh, or at gmail.com. Yeah, uh, you're doing so many great things. Shout out to you. Make sure folks know how to catch up with this amazing event called Harvest Our Heritage tonight at William Grove Center. Absolutely. So pretty much if they're trying to um, come down to Harvest Our Heritage, pretty much it's going to be for all community members um, engaging the youth in particularly and it's from three to six. It's going to be on 23rd and Yesler at the William Grove Center. And you can just check us out. Like I said, if you want to find out more information about the William Grove Center, the history or anything else, check us out at africatownlandtrust.org. Amazing. Elijah L. Lewis, shout out to you and all the great things you're doing in community, brother. Thank you, sister. Much love. All right, you guys, we're going to continue this discussion because Def Shep is in the building. It's been a minute, but of course, we're going to be breaking down some amazing ways that he is staying plugged in to engaging the youth and bringing them in you. Y'all stay tuned after this short break. You're watching The Day with Trey. COVID-19 hurt my income, my health, and my family. We were about to lose our home when we heard we might be eligible for homeowner assistance funds from the government. We called 1-877-894-HOME and a housing counselor stepped in, talked to our lender, and saved our home. Federal funding details at WashingtonHalf.org. That's WashingtonHAF.org. A world of wonder awaits at Pacific Northwest Ballet's The Nutcracker. Treat your loved ones to the Northwest's favorite holiday tradition at Seattle Center's McCall Hall. Tickets start at $27. Visit pnb.org. Welcome back, everybody, to the David Trey. I'm your host, Trey Holiday, and joining me is another community brother, Def Chef, is in the building. What's up, Def? What's up, Trey? Hey, it's always great to be with you. And just like Elijah, you're always doing so many different things in community. But you've been talking about, you know, activation of space. I remember when we first went into the Cairo building and we saw that amazing commercial kitchen. We're yep. like, oh, yeah, it's about to be on and popping now. But New Homes that is occupying Cairo is uh, so just celebrated their year anniversary. Congratulations uh, to them on that yeah. awesome job. Yeah, I mean, it, it's one of those things where it's like, man, we 
seeing it come through, you know, after we had all this ideation and community and um, you've really been such a thorough line to that. Uh, you know, for those who may not know you, make sure they know who you are and why you do the work you do in community. Oh, well, um, I'm Jermaine Miller. They call me the deaf chef. Um, I got active in food justice, right? I met uh, this lady named Ariella Bangs. I don't know if you know her, Chef Ari. She does um, plant-based food share. Mm -hmm. She does a lot of work, so she brought me in. And that's pretty much what's led up to now. That's what really sparked it because before I just cooked for profit, I was just cooking and making my little money or doing whatever. But I seen that there was a whole nother side to it because, you know, there's a there's two sides to everything. Sometimes there's more than two sides. Food is a complex thing, right? All of it's by design. Everything is meticulously put where it goes. So the way that we got a bucket is we got to do something different. We can't do the same thing and change nothing. Yeah, this is uh, you've been talking about food justice ever since um, before you were on any converged shows. But then you were one of our first guests on the Morning Update show, bringing that um, in entire discussion to light here on Converge. And I've just seen you be so dedicated to that. And I know uh, when we talk about the youth, you know, you as a father, a proud father, you've talked about like now the youth really is important for us to be giving back to them. You've always had this connection there. Tell us a bit about that because you were doing, you know, lunch food program for the schools. You've been just doing so many things connected to young people. Tell us about that connection. Well, okay. I grew up under the Michael Prestons, the Charlotte Bannisters, right? Um, the coach Felders. So this whole thing, like this has been going on since I was a young one, right? Every woman in my community was like an extension of my grandmother. So I really come from that. We ate at each other's homes, even um, our banquets. They were never catered. They were potlucks. And it was just so lovely. And you could identify, oh, Trey made that chicken. This person made that spaghetti. Right. And you got to try new things. You got to meet new people, even within an organization. We was just together the other night. I didn't know a bunch of them people up in there, right. but we doing the same work. But see, now I get to know you, eat a little food, learn a little something about myself. And that's what we're here to provide tonight, yeah. right? We're not necessarily against Halloween, but whatever Halloween is offering, that's going to be everywhere. We want to give you something a little different, right? We're not giving out candy at the William Grove Center today, we're giving out knowledge and we're giving out actual sustenance. You're going to get a real plate of food. Where's the camera that I need to be looking right at, Trey? Right this there. one, you're getting a real plate of food. Come and eat and learn about yourself before you get out here. A bunch of you got a bags and bags of candy. I was just with you at the boo bash. <laughs> so, come on, Trey. We got to switch it up today. Yeah, yeah. I mean, of course. And I know a lot of folks, my my tummy included, is excited to be there tonight. Uh, you know, you're always breaking down food. You always are providing something that's nutritious and delicious. Tell us a bit about what the menu is looking like tonight. All right. We're going to make it safe, right? Because this is our first time doing this. So, we don't want to get too anything on them. We're going to have some spaghetti. We're going to have some chicken, some Caesar salad, some dinner rolls or French bread. 
uh, maybe some mixed veggies. Nice and basic, yeah. right? I already know you guys don't want these mixed veggies, but you're going to get them. <laughs> I'm going to make them. So that's what's going to happen today. Yeah. Come yeah. through. Yeah, come through. Uh, this is really exciting because, uh, you know, we did the launch series events at William Grove Center uh, and saw a, a tremendous amount of people from the community come through during that week. And today is like, oh, wow, we're taking it directly to the youth and to families. It's right after school, right? 3 to 6 p.m. We're doing that intentionally so that young folks will be like, man, what's going on up in here? And maybe they'll be smelling the good foods as well exactly. to entice them to come through. But when you talk about learning about the heritage, that's important. Uh, we were all together when we said, when, you know, it said harvest our heritage. Elijah said it. We were like, yes, Gen genius. that's it right there. <laughs> genius. That boy, brilliant. Yeah, ain't. right, right. Uh, and and it's really because, like you said, it's not just about a meal, right? It's also about really understanding what it means to be in community. And I'm so grateful that I'll be there to help bring that message to young people. I got my son, a Johnny, with me today, um, also so he can experience. I got it. my son with me today too. He That's didn't want to come on, but my son here. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. Uh, you know, we're being the examples that they need to see. And Def, I just appreciate it every time you come on and everything that you're doing in community because you've made it very clear that your dedication is to our community. If folks are looking to connect with you, maybe they need some catering done. Maybe they want to figure out more about what you're doing in food justice. Look right there in that camera again. Let them know how to connect with you. Um, you guys know my name is Jermaine Miller, the Def Chef. You could uh, hit me the white box 74 at Gmail, T-H-A, everything else spelled correctly. My phone number is 253-486-0825. But you could always catch me at whatever's going on. I also want you guys to know today we're doing an event, but this is we're going to do this stuff consistently. The plan. Oh, I also got to say this is sponsored by Community Passageways. Yeah. They reached out to help put this together and they want to do something every day because one thing we do know the kids don't like the school lunches. I know we're not here to talk about it, but they don't like the school lunches. Yeah. And right after school, a lot of times you're looking for something good to eat. You could come over to the William Grove Center, get something good to eat. Right. You're going to be received. You don't got a cold switch. You just can't say any old thing. We're not having no type of craziness, but you could come in and and you know what? You could take some food home if you need be. But um, but but we need you guys to come in and support what we're doing because we're trying to support you and everything we're doing doesn't mean nothing if you don't take advantage of the resources. Oh, so true. Shout out to Community Passageways for understanding the need in our community and being the ones to step up. Shout out to everybody at William Grove Center, Africatown for uh, putting this together. Again, shout out to you, Def. Always love. Shout out to you too, Trey. Yeah. You, you, you like my sister. You already know. Family. You know it. You know it. Oh, you guys, I get to wrap this up and talk about what we have coming up tomorrow after this short break. Stay tuned. You're watching The Day with Trey. Hey, guys. Lisa Gordon here. And before I heading to Belize, Trey Holiday and I had to make sure we linked up with our good friends over at Market Street Shoes to, of course, grab a few things for the trip. From bags to socks, shoes, sunglasses, earrings, and more. Before going on any trip, make sure you stop at Market Street Shoes. Trust me, you'll find just what you need to make your trip not only enjoyable, but fashionable. 
Welcome back, everybody, to The David Trey. I'm your host, Trey Holiday. What a great show today. Huge shout out to my guest, Elijah L. Lewis and the Deaf Chef. Of course, the event they have going on today at the William Gross Center, 3 to 6 p.m. It is open to the public. Go down there, check out what William Gross Center has to offer. Learn a little bit about the heritage. It is uh, directed at young people, but that means young people and their families. Go have a great spaghetti dinner on Community Passageways and Africa Town. This is about bringing uh, these opportunities to our community. So shout out to Elijah and Def Chef for being a part of this amazing event tonight. And as Def Chef said, they're keeping it alive uh, all the time. There's going to be consistent programming coming out of William Grove Center, not just about the pipelines that they offer because they will offer business and entrepreneurship, um, tech and computer science and the creative economy. So things like production and commercials and, you know, learning all about videography. There's going to be some amazing workshops that are going to be put on and some amazing opportunities for young folks to really be directed into these pipelines so that they can understand the jobs that are at the end of those pipelines. So shout out to everything that's going on there. Make sure you guys go over there on 23rd and Yesler today to learn more. Uh, but of course, for me, what they really represent is the ways that they see themselves as a part of the solution. And Elijah said it, and I'm always saying it. I want y'all to be inspired, literally be inspired uh, by the guests that come on here so you can see yourself as a part of the solution. Tomorrow, I'm really excited. I have the artistic director of the Dance Theater of Harlem. You guys just saw it right there. That is right. Victoria will be in the building with us. I'm so excited that she'll be here. This is a huge honor for me because her legacy is long and well. So Miss Victoria Johnson will be here tomorrow to share about the upcoming event that they have on November 5th. Uh, you know, they are doing a whole tribute to Hazel Scott. And if you guys do not know who Hazel Scott is, please Google her, read her Wikipedia page, learn about the amazing ways that this woman gave of herself to the creative industry. One of the first, I think the first black woman to have her own TV show on a network. Uh, she is phenomenal as a creative, as a musician, as a, a, you know, an inspiration as so many others. And I can't wait to dive in tomorrow. So you guys definitely want to tune in uh, for that amazing episode. And you know, that means for me until tomorrow, huh? Oh yeah. Thank you. We also got the Nutcracker. Thank you so much, Cuddy, keeping me online. The Nutcracker, you guys already know every year, this is a great show to get your family out and get them to be exposed to what dance and ballet has to offer. Make sure you guys actually check out the Nutcracker. The tickets are on sale right now. Uh, they have shows that are going to be coming up. Please make sure you guys check this out. Again, family-friendly fun every single year. You guys, this is one of those things that kind of sets off, uh, you know, the holiday season. And it's a part of what many people do to experience, you know, uh, dance and ballet. And it is such a classic story. Please get your tickets. Thank you so much, Cuddy, for the shout out and the reminder. Well, for me, you guys, until tomorrow at 11 a.m. Peace. 
Converge Media produces culturally relevant content for Black and urban audiences. Our coverage is raw, transparent, and objective, praised by community leaders, government officials, and residents. Support Converge Media today via Venmo, Cash App, or PayPal at Converge Media.